core, 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 core to the core. Uh, I had some reflections on a workout I did uh, this morning. I played hockey um, at uh, 5.50, usually ends around 7. And then I went to Mountainside Fitness, which is uh, like 100 meters away from that. It's connected inside the ice arena. It's just a excellent spot to go back and forth on a day that I generally do some resistance. And uh, I'm in there, you know, thinking about things. Uh, what did I do today as an example? Let's see. Um, I did uh, this little circuit area of uh, pull-ups, dips, and lying leg curls. And then I did back squat and dumbbell curls. And then I did uh, dumbbell reverse lunge and seated row. And then I did some shoulder raises. Yeah, and then I had a uh, wonderful uh, burrito at The Thumb. If you come to North Scottsdale, you got to go check out this place. It's on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives and get the no-sco. I found out that doesn't stand for Nova Scotia. It was a stupid question. She's like, no, it stands for North Scottsdale. I kind of felt dumb. Um, but it was really good. Anyways, check it out. Uh, this is, you know, remember I said I was going to have multiple, you know, years of opportunity a la Mel Sif to talk about the facts and fallacies of fitness. Well, here's, I guess, part two of 674 episodes of that. Um, and I'm going to hopefully uh, allow maybe three out of 39 listeners to never do core training again. Or maybe three out of uh, the 39 who are actually considered the public or talk to the public will tell them the truth around that. Um, that's, that's my point I'm making on public service announcement, right? Because the, the facts and fallacies of fitness, it always comes back to this conundrum of the people who listen to the podcast. Um, a lot of those people are already invested either as a coach and educator inside of fitness. Um, it's very, very uncommon for individuals to listen to this podcast who are, quote unquote, just the public at large. Um, now, uh, I don't know, I'm only making assumptions on that, but, uh, you know, I, pr I, I know it. I know that's the case, right? So the, the, that's why I call this a public service announcement so that uh, people could take a little harder look uh, from the perspective of core. Um, when, I, when I talk about core today as well, um, I'm including everything in here, right? Um, which is a whole... It shows you also why it's so fraught with the word salad naming and uh, the history of the renaming and the unknown language around it. It just shows that it's, you know, uh, fraught with issues, but I'm including everything in here, right? Uh, glute mead training, uh, glute lab specialty training, uh, glute training. Um, I'm including uh, pelvic control, you know, uh, pelvic um, issues, uh, you know, inner uh, inner thigh, pelvic, lumbo, lumbo, something, something. I'm including that. Uh, back pain, uh, core control, cylinder, midsection, all of it. You know, everything in that quote unquote visual middle area, um, I'm including. Uh, the, 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 um, you know, the initial point, you know, uh, you know, on it being, 
such a you know such an easy pick actually of something to pick on is is because of that the the word salading and the um, implicit power grab uh, from individuals who have something to sell by coming up with new names around that idea. So maybe that's the first thing that you one would do in the in the breakdown of uh, fallacies and folly in fitness is to uh, probably you know ask the question: Does this particular thing have you know twenty one different names just so they can sell something uh, every couple of years? And if it does, then it's probably should be questioned. Um, and again, I'll take it from uh, my position of. Uh, seeing a couple things go on as I look around in the gym this morning as to what I did um, uh, with uh, my sister and I had a conversation yesterday about um, a person that's working with her that had some back pain issues um, had a conversation with a, a coach uh, the other day uh, last week with a physical therapist I came up in a in a few minutes of that conversation the concept of it um, a play guy I play hockey with on Saturday was having a you know he um, I'm not using this as the only point of reference as to why I wanted to discuss it, but he, to make it simple, he was telling me about, you know, what he could do for back pain. Um, he was sitting on the bench and, you know, saying, oh, Fitzy, you know, and these two minute things, right? And, uh, uh, cause if no one knows I have two minute breaks on the bench and, you know, people find out, um, uh, that I, you know, I'm skating around all the time. So, like, oh, he must know fitness. So I'll just ask him a question. Uh, and uh, anyways, he asked me something and I told him just stay away from uh, alcohol and sugar for a while. And uh, anyways, I just saw him again on Saturday morning. He was like, oh, man, you know. <laughs> anyways, so he doesn't have back pain anymore simply because he's, uh, you know, for what I just assessed from his conversation, uh, he was just on a sugar drip. And uh, hopefully it'll tie in, you know, um, again, some of my some of my reasoning behind this whole um, this whole in, in, in largely made up scenario of core being an issue, um, and, uh, people and, and the why, why did it become an issue? You know, uh, the way that the quote unquote, and when I say, remember, um, I won't say this anymore, but when I say core, I mean everything, right? Everything's inside of that with regards to core. So if you're like, Oh no, no, it, you know, my, uh, three letter word, uh, PRI DNS, CEG, ECG, EKG, CCP, P, PPP, LLL, MMM, whatever you are, that, that's in this. All of that is inside of this. So when I say core, I'm including all of it. And it has to be for that reason. So the story of how it came about um, is probably before this point in time. I don't want to use that as a stepping stone for it or a blame for it. But uh, it was in the 80s, really, in language from this, um, let's call this cultural you know, look good naked concept of the abs, uh, moving into concepts of core. So that just the naming of it came about in the eighties of, you know, um, this, uh, the, the, what used to be just abs and, uh, with, with, I always believe with good intentions of the early bodybuilding days of abs that were done to basically, uh, improve hypertrophy or to do it for disciplined reasons of physical training, et cetera. I, I more generally always lean into the good side of the discipline of that. I don't always see these grotesque, ugly, disgusting individuals up on stage with nothing on as, as my only version of bodybuilding. Um, but it went from that. It went from bodybuilding to this, to this uh, science of physiology, 
scientific, you know, revolution in, especially in physiology, um, in the seventies and eighties, you know, and, um, with that, the language of what was happening in, in the gyms, you know, um, in those, uh, places of iron in the fifties and sixties, um, was ab training. And all of a sudden in the late eighties, it was now called core training. Um, and I think it was in large part because of that, just the change of languages, but also this in, investment in time, um, which I've discussed before, of everything that went into the physiology academia. Um, there was also um, a back pain boom, you know, uh, that came about. This is also a, uh, you could look at this in multiple different ways. I generally sit on the fence of it was created by professionals as a power grab to uh, to go to uh, fear monger people, in my opinion. Um, and I probably, um, you know, I probably need to do a lot of debating with individuals, which will never happen because I'm just honestly just not interested in it. <laughs> uh, but I see it as far more of a nefarious action of individuals. Um, and I have lots of reasons why I think that's the case. But I think that this back pain thing came about. Um, and uh, it was reflected upon and people saw it and it of course created professionals to manage it. Um, and that's how I see it. And so th that's how that's part parcel of the story is how it came about. Um, and what kind of, you know, I would say finished it or put it into this chaotic, um, chaotic, oh gosh, just chaos was the 90s core revolution basically um and again I'll, I'll i'll repeat that i am biased to that because i was a part of that but uh man the core revolution in the 90s was just it was mind-blowing um uh mark verstegen you know talking about it you know core to periphery uh paul check and blood pressure cuffs um you know charles poliquin on um, you know, force vectors of, um, of, uh, you know, picking on the obliques as being the key indicator, Stu McGill and the science of, uh, of, uh, you know, the quadratus lumborum and the new kid in town, you know, this, you know, that, that's, that was all the nineties fitness core revolution, right? It went from, um, science rehab to, to quote unquote fitness, right? And the, the, the highlight is we know, this was like what I would call a revolution because you had uh, myself and Jeff Kaskelly uh, presenting at a fitness conference, right? We had, so we had a physical therapist and a trainer like co-presenting on core, right? So that, that's just a, that's just a wonderful story. Uh, and this was, this was 2000, right? This was uh, so the back end of that, this is the year 2000, 2001, where I'm presenting with Jeff out at, um, you know, the uh, Western Canadian Physical Fitness Professionals Conference, um, talking about the science of, of core, you know, and core training. Um, anyways, peace for another time. But man, if it gets inside the fitness world, um, we're going to just, we're going to just rip it apart. I mean, we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to create unbelievable chaos, um, you know, back to it, you know, and it could have, you know, something to think about, um, this, you know, the back, I, I got to pick on again, the back pain boom in itself. Um, and then creating professionals based upon, um, people just coming up with this idea that it was like, uh, you know, the, the worst thing to happen to humans. It, you know, what would, you know, you got to take this, this thought experiment 
which I know we're in a lot of trouble now with regards to, you know, uh, pain and immobility and et cetera, but it doesn't mean you can't take the time to reflect on what would have happened in, in this period of time where the, you know, the quote unquote science and professional, the scientific professional of physiology and health and fitness and back pain and, and uh, therapeutics and physical therapy and training and fit, physical fitness conditioning physiology. If all these people had had to say as they started to see these things crop up, you know, they could have easily just like stepped out of the academic setting or their clinical setting and be like, man, why don't we just tell people to not eat shit and not sit a lot and not do stupid shit, you know, because I mean, this in all back rooms, this is what we were saying, right? This is, you know, people, but it was like, hey, it's a treadmill. I could, I could do 14 consultations a day for a half hour on specific core training, right? Specific, you know, quote unquote, let me, let me call it back pain, you know, uh, training for individual, which is going to make a lot of money, right? But back room is what I'm saying. This is why, again, only three out of 39 of these individuals uh, will be like, what? You guys were saying that back room? Shame on you. Yeah, exactly. Right. But 36 others are like, we weren't, we weren't saying that. Uh, <laughs> yes, you were. I was a part of it. Right. We just didn't have the balls or ovaries to say, just don't eat shit. Um, don't sit a lot and don't do stupid shit to yourself. You know, because guess what would have happened if we pushed this narrative in that period of time to get people to do those things. Right. Guess what would have happened. Right. Um, they probably would have still come in the odd person with their tail between their legs. Oh, you know, I did a thousand crunches yesterday morning and now I have back pain. You know, like th this is what would have happened. Right. Or, well, I decided to, uh, just wake up and do a CrossFit class never after never doing anything. And we did 75 toes to bar with a burpee penalty. I, you know, those who know, no. Um, and, and now I have this, you know, I can't, you know, I can't breathe really heavy in my mid back, you know, <laughs> you know, and we just were like, don't, you're a dumbass. You know, you're a dumbass. You combine that with you and you're in the shit that you eat. Um, plus, you know, you're sitting down punching keys now all day, right? <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> you know, is it a big surprise that you're here in front of me? But no, no, we couldn't have done that. Right. Even the concept itself. Um, I got a number of different ideas. It probably could be a book actually on why core is uh, just, you know, or just proof that core is horseshit. Um, the one way is we know it's horseshit is the name has changed every five years, right? Just with the word salad and the same shit, just a whole different name, right? And let me just tell the, again, three out of the 39, um, you may not have been aware of that, uh, but I want the three out of the 39 to recognize this. You know, go and go and do your research and ask people questions around what was the popular form of of uh, let's call this core specific training back in the 80s. Right. Or just ask things like, um, you know, the Australian research or ask things about the McKenzie uh, methods or ask things about Feldenkrais method, ask things about Palmer chiropractic school, ask things about, um, you know, um, Joseph Pilates. Uh, ask things about yoga, right? Like th these are, these are, and the reason why I asked the three out of 39 to do that is because 
uh, we're not going to tell you, right? This is not going to, we're going to tell you. So you show up in 2023 and you're like, oh, I got, you know, some issues and I think I need to do core. You know, that whatever's going to come out of that trainer's mouth is whatever is most recent, the naming of that same shit, right? It's the same shit. Let's just call it, let's just call it um, something that, well, not everyone would agree on it because I'm, of course, breaking down their entire entire money-making model, um, or not entire money-making model, but a big part of it. Let's just call it activation, right? Activation of the midsection, right? And that name has, man, wow, uh, um, it's changed a lot, right? Now, if you're the 36 out of 39, you're a coach, fitness professional, whatever, listening in, um, you're going to disagree with this notion um, because it's just uncomfortable for you to to say it publicly. But uh, it's the same shit since the 90s. Right? It's the same shit all packaged differently. It's the same shit. Now, if you really look hard inside of the methods and what people are doing and exactly sure, there's some specific difference. I can just hear a DNS professional now just like freaking their shit out. Um, saying that I can't believe that he thinks that blood pressure cuff lowering the leg is the exact same as, you know, the the six-hour methods that I teach this old man about uh, baby crawling and how it's going to prevent him from having back pain for the rest of his life. Yeah, you, you just need to uh, relax a little bit on these ideas that you think are so profound when really it's all activation. It's all the same shit, okay? But it just has – and this is proof that it's horseshit right? This proves that it's horseshit. The name has changed, right? Um, another way that we know that it's horseshit is that no one br- bigs, brings a big game of prevention to the core talk, right? As I mentioned, it's all about power trips uh, on knowledge. So so the we basically have this premise, we don't say it to the person or that the client who's, who has core issues, you're stupid, I know shit, and don't forget to come back three times every week for 12 weeks to get my, my core program. Basically, that's it. That's the, that's, the, that's the prescription. This is proof that it's horseshit, right? Because no one, quote unquote, ha- well, no one, okay. So what, 0.3% of professionals, right, Maybe may say that, meaning this, right? you come in, you get core issues, and they're like, oh, well, you should really think about not doing stupid shit, not sitting as much, and not, and not eating shit, right? Who says that, right? No one says that. And if, you're, and if you're like, oh, James, well, people can't say that because it hurt their feelings. Fuck, man, come on. Come on. Don't, don't say that if you're going to sell a 12-week program three times a week. Give someone the honest truth. If you're still going to get that on the back end, you're going to give that to them on the back end, at least have the balls or ovaries to tell them that, right, right from the front, right? How did you get here? Right. And don't give me the, oh, you know, it was a car accident situation. So, okay. You know, uh, I'll, I'll give a little space for that, but it's not, but that's how we know. That's definitely how we know it's uh, it's it. Uh, another way we know that it's horseshit hunter gatherers didn't have corpses with, uh, you know, uh, what is what would it be burials mummification, uh, in which they, they unequivocally talk about this in, uh, in uh, studies or research or findings of them having like spinal issues, right? Now, I haven't, you know, deeply investigated that, but this isn't, these are not the things that people come up with, with, um, oh, geez, the hunter-gatherers must have had extreme back pain. All you get actually is a bunch of people 
uh, promoting that, right? Like sitting lots by the fire, you know, walking during the day, walking barefoot, you know, throwing spears, etc. That's not the antidote to someone's, you know, specific lifestyle today. It's a whole other conversation on modernity versus times gone past. But this is this is also proof that it's absolute horseshit that uh, these hunter and gatherers didn't have. And I let me go up. Let me go further up, right? Let's let's keep keep going up. Let's go through. Yeah, let's let's break it down to um, the the you know the nineteen forties, nineteen forty five, right? Like, is it is it possible that nineteen forty five, nineteen fifty onward, it was you know this just came about, right? Like, oh my gosh, you know, the, you know, I didn't hear about that, right? Now, of course, people are like, well, we're so concerned about you know fascism and shit that was going on in the day uh, for good reason, you know, we didn't have time to think about that, but I didn't hear, I see books written on the tremendous amount of, of back pain from people, right? So this is, this is why we know that it's horseshit. Or one example we know it's horseshit is based upon that, right? So it could be, this is probably too heavy to handle, but I'll just propose it. Maybe we constructed it. Maybe we constructed this core issue, right? Maybe we just came up with it. Right. And we're using all these things. Well, I'm observing, you know, people with core issues, you know, people with back pain. So so we must have a need for core training. That's the wrong way of going about it. Right. That's the wrong way of going about it. You know, if you in that same side of conversation, you go, well, most people get to this point of having back back pain because of these things. Right. Eating shit, sitting down a lot, treating themselves like shit or doing stupid physical shit. Then, okay, now you can have a conversation with why they present that way. But don't come into it with just saying, oh, well, I mean, it's so prevalent today. It can't be just made up. That's, that's a horrible argument. I also know that it's horseshit because observationally or empirically, um, the shit that ain't sexy and that no one can market or make money on, in my opinion, from my work, works better than sessions with a trainer or a therapist that you're going to pay money for. Right. So and these are the multiple, multiple stories. I just gave you one about the hockey player. And, you know, if, for anyone who's interested in what possibly could have occurred, I don't know. But, you know, it just takes a load off inflammation for this person. Right. Um, you know, to quote unquote, how John may have improved his uh, back pain and increased performance was, uh, you know, just stop drinking a lot and stop having, you know, 16 pieces of bread a day. Like the like it, 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 if you're not catching me that that removed one of the one of the issues that he proposed to, to, to ask questions about right quote unquote back pain right but now listen i had a deeper i had a let's call it a more deeper assessment and i'm saying i'm not using that as a jump off point for all prescriptions but um i that that just proves that the whole concept of it is horseshit because um the the non-sexy basic lifestyle guidelines works better. It does. Um, now, will that ever be proven to be true? No. Uh, is it just coming out of my mouth? Um, yes. Um, I don't mean like just for the first time. I've been saying this for a long period of time. And this is the, this is the let me talk, tell you about crickets that comes up, okay, in conversation in person with individuals, right? When we had this conversation of, um, and I remember someone asked a question about, um, at home foam rolling or, or lacrosse balls. Um, and it just makes me giggle about the amount of power grabbing, uh, 
um, and education, educational horseshit that's going on inside of this whole area. Anyways, um, we're asking a question around that. And I was like, well, geez, I don't know. I, uh, I've had multiple situations where I asked people to drink more water, uh, stop drinking as much wine, and all of a sudden they didn't seem to have flexibility, mobility, or back pain issues, right? Um, or another example, uh, people's uh, back pain went away when they stopped exercising. Hmm, hmm, interesting. Or another example, uh, we did cleanses with individuals for multiple different other reasons, but the side effects from that were that people took this massive burden off their gut, lowered overall inflammation, um, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, you know, the funniest fucking thing, um, I don't have that like niggling, you know, deep ab issue anymore. I'm like, hmm, isn't that interesting? My whole point being, right, my whole point being, if you don't do stupid shit, and if you don't sit a lot, and you don't uh, eat shit, um, the chances, the probabilities of you having core issues is slim, is slim. But to get my point, right, I can't sell that. There's no money. That's why I'm sponsored by broccoli. That's the whole point of it, right? You can't make money off that. I'm sponsored by The Sun as well. The Sun is a sponsor of this episode uh, specifically today. Um, also, um, you know, uh, free drinking water is a sponsor. Um, you know, walking is a sponsor. It's, it's a club. You, you should, you should, uh, uh, don't worry, there's no cost. Um, lifting rocks is a sponsor. So rocks, there's quartz up in my neck of the woods. They're sponsors uh, of this podcast. Anyways, um, uh, th- this is, this is also proof that uh, it doesn't work and that it's, that it's horseshit. Right, I'm saying observationally and from my work, um, and I gotta add to it that the reason why I also know that it's better is because I was in the other side. Listen, I sold um, the the ideas around. I was known as like, well, one of the one of the top, let's call it, uh, trainers in Canada, specifically in this area. Okay, because I used to present on it, and I knew this case. I presented on it at two national conferences of different forms. Um, back in the early 2000s, you know, and I presented as quote unquote, you know, the trainer who had this, you know, quote unquote, expertise of core training, right? So I, I was on that other side, right? So that's why it all, I can also lend to, you know, saying that when I, when I say things like observationally and empirically, I'm not, I'm not pulling smoke out of my ass, right? Cause I was on the pusher side. I pushed, I was a pusher of the idea. If you're, if you know, if it was a cartel concept, I was, I was the, gosh, I was the top of the cartel. I was the, well, I was, I guess I wasn't the top because, you know, who was the, the big dude down, down south? Um, anyways, I was, I was that dude, right? Because I was pushing it to pushers, right? I was teaching coaches how to push this particular idea, right? So, anyways, I'm just giving credence to the, to the fact that when I say like, you know, observationally, the BLGs work better than three times a week with a therapist uh, for 12 weeks. Um, I mean it when I say that, right? And, but just also know that there's no freaking way that engine is going to turn around. There's no brakes on that engine. Um, and the only way, you know, it's, I'm going to, you know, uh, move it forward. The concept is to, you know, hopefully three out of 39 people will, you know, take a second look at it. Um, the, the only, uh, also we know that it's horseshit is that no one owns it, right? There's no, there's no ownership to it. That should also make you question it. Therefore, it's the wild, wild west, right? <laughs> um, and and uh, uh, lastly, 
uh, not lastly, but I also know that it's partly horseshit from my sensitivity that I have to uh, just people selling ideologies, right? Just selling shit. Um, with the previous mention that I was saying about how a name changes every year, and we got to sell, got to sell a program, right? Got to sell a sell something, got to sell a core program, right? That's proof that it's horseshit. If core is inside of that program, that is actually proof that it's horseshit because it's it's inside of that what I guess we'd call how so many humans are captured by the idea. To that, to, to me, that proves that it's horseshit. It doesn't doesn't take it away, right? I also have some uh, questions on it possibly being something that. Uh, on that idea of just constructed or made up, it's quite possible that it could just be like a luxury issue. You know, um, I just look around at the people that are working around the the uh, our facility here, uh, the people that work around my community um, that are out there uh, just fricking doing you know crazy shit around uh, critters that could kill you and spiky things in uh, 95 degree um like like sweltering sunshine that just that just it doesn't stop right i'm just preempting what's happening these people don't have core issues why think about that why why do they but why is it the individuals that uh sit down a lot um and either you know uh, like i just say punch keys or play video games or do something um or just drive around you know um, but, but those, these people are, are talking about it and are making it a thing. So is it possible that just on that reflection, it, you know, you may make us, um, think about my previous point on hunter gatherers or farmers, right? They didn't, they didn't make it just, it just makes you question, you know, who doesn't have core issues? Why are we not asking that question? Right. It's like my point I made on childhood obesity is right. The one area that you could go is to be like, what's, what's all the characteristics of the kids that are not that don't have childhood obesity have we gathered all that information right and as I, I won't go on you can go back and listen to it but the shit that comes up is that oh my gosh you know we're, we're gonna be stigmatizing other people if we if we kind of look at what people are what what are you kidding me anyways the same thing who who doesn't have core issues you know the you know the main people who don't have core issues uh those who don't know what what exercise means really that's what I meant by the hunter-gatherer or the, or the or the farmer, whatever you want to think of, right? Um, the individuals that are not uh, corrupted by this modern concept of narcissistic physical expression, right? Oh, what are you doing? I'm exercising. Why? Oh, because that's what people do. Oh, that's a good fucking reason. That's the fucking stupidest reason. That's the stupidest reason I've ever heard. That's illogical and so unintelligent. But guess what? If you talk to people that are like, yeah, what do you do for exercise? What do you mean, exercise? Uh, I don't know. Do you consider walking um, every day? Um, I lift weights, you know, two times a week. I eat real food daily. Is that kind of an exercise regime? Yeah, that's a pretty fucking good regime. How often do you have back pain? What is back pain? This, this, so who, who doesn't have core issues, right? Who doesn't have that? People who don't eat shit, people who don't do stupid shit to themselves, and people who don't sit down all the time. Voila, right? Why didn't we ask those questions? In a mechanical perspective, which I, um, I could, I could, man, I could, but I won't, right? And I don't want to. I, I could talk about the mechanical things, um, and the investigations, and the, the, um, the, the conceptual ideas, and. 
the creativity and the imagination of core training and oh look at me I connected a band to here and it's uh, it's core or uh, look at this I you know you activate the left side here and the right side here and voila what about that or or look at you 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 can't even turn on this muscle you know <laughs> I could I could go I could talk for eight hours uh, scaring the shit out of people and fear-mongering and and just taking all concepts of of knowledge away from them uh, just to prove that I'm really smart um, uh, I've done that before uh, I, I you know sometimes I did it intentionally for different reasons not nefariously but sometimes I did it unintentionally um, but in the mechanical elm um, just because we have just take this premise idea uh, just because there's abs in there doesn't mean you need to train them you know just think about that maybe that might be the first input conversation that you have with a client or that's something that you sit down and ask yourself right in this whole I whole idea area of you know what should I do for movements and what are movements right because just remember if one if one takes the position that it's it's because it's this is factually known and proven that when you get off your center of mass, okay, and you move around the playground, right, like, like a child, or you move around, move around, uh, you move around, okay, um, your quote-unquote core is activated. It's activated. Okay, I'll repeat that. If one takes the position that it, this is, that it's factually known and proven that when you get off your center of mass, right. And for those who, who uh, can't, can't get what I'm saying, but there, uh, you become unbalanced, you kind of get an interesting scenario, you're moving around, you know, in the environment, right? I was using the example of moving around the playground like a child. Your core is activated, right? So do you see what I'm saying? It, it, that's the whole idea. Just because there's abs in there, you don't have to think about volitionally activating them. And this is the whole big cell, right? It's a massive, listen, if you don't think this is a massive cell, the, how many times have you heard this, right? Oh, you can't activate, you're not activating either correctly, the timing is off, not enough, too much, whatever, and therefore, dot, 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 three times a week for 12 weeks, you're going to have to do my core program. How many times have you heard that? Or maybe, maybe you're only hearing that, um, but you've, you, maybe you've heard it a hundred times, but you're only hearing it now and seeing it. Because you now know, right? Your core is activated when you get off your center of mass. This is a so. So, for example, you know that child, right? That three-year-old, um, you know, hanging. And this is even tougher for the physiologist to answer, which goes into the, you know, to have my conversation on the sport gymnastics curb it action kind of idea. But these these free movers just know how to activate the right amount at the right time right much but it's it's this internal system that we have just based upon us getting into locomotive scenarios and getting into the environment and moving around in the environment it's the environment and all the challenges that are proposed in the environment that activates those things now this three-year-old can't tell you what's going on but because they can't tell you doesn't mean that it's wrong it also doesn't mean that you need to sell a three-year-old motor development program for a 55-year-old who drinks way too much, right, and does stupid shit in a class three times a week. That doesn't give you the right to sell a three-letter program to these individuals, right? No, you need to, you need to back the fuck up and re realize that this center of mass 
you know, idea and increasing activation is a truth, right? It happens. That's a true statement, right? Um, and with enough practice of moving freely, the whole idea of training the core dissipates. It does. It, 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 the, what do they call it? The, the, the house just topples over, right? So taking that whole premise back on the point of the, mechan the actual mechanics and, and maybe this is the wrong word, but the, the material mechanical things that are happening inside of there, all that quote-unquote activation scenario with enough variety in the environment with physical challenges will provide enough repetitions and enough learning to allow that quote-unquote, in your language, not mine, your core to activate properly for whatever you want to do for the rest of your life. Now, if you're like, well, you know, I, I did all those things, but then I uh, went to college and got a job and I ate shit and I treated myself like shit and then I did stupid shit in an exercise program, you can't then come back and argue and say, but look at me, I have core issues. No, no. The reason why you have core issues is because you sat down, you ate shit, and you treated yourself like shit by doing stupid shit. That's how you got to that position, right? That doesn't take away the whole story of this, you know, uh, you know, full-on co-activation, you know, responding to the environment outside of the center of mass uh, taking place. That doesn't take that away, right? It does the opposite, right? So if you, if you re realize that from early people, and, and so, you know, so I'm thinking here, this is, you know, all adults listening in, there's obviously not three-year-olds. Maybe some of you have a three-year-old, right? So yes, you don't have to tell the three-year-old that you're doing that, but if you offer that three-year-old and then that six-year-old and then that 12-year-old and then that 17-year-old, right? You offer these all these physical challenge opportunities, right? And don't once men mention core or abs, right? But you offer all these physical challenges when they're 18 and they get out in quote-unquote into the world, someone's going to be like, oh, what do you do for abs? You'll be like, what the fuck is abs, right? What well, I don't fucking know. I just fucking rock climb. I do jujitsu. I uh, hit a bag, you know, once a week. I ride bike. I swim. Right? They'd be like, "What? That's fucking dumb. You're not doing abs. That's so fucking stupid, right? Because everyone's doing abs, man. I don't even know what's gonna be called in the perennial, you know, uh, fifteen year, you know, kind of concept. But, anyways, this proves that the, you know, the 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 uh, answer in most cases for someone with core issues is not core training in the mechanical sense, right? This proves the fact that proves it, um, that with the right kind of activation, unconscious activation, involuntary, unconscious and back activation scenarios from a young person. Now I know what you're thinking here now. Oh, well, you know, you know, I didn't have the chance to do all those things. And therefore, no, no, that's not what you do. I, I just gave you the answer, right? Stop doing stupid shit to yourself. Stop eating shit, right? And stop sitting down. And and when I say stop doing stupid shit to yourself, right? Did you ever, you know, uh, which took me, you know, listen, I, I learned a lot of lessons from physical expression um, or, or the, uh, the narcissistic physical expression, you know, attempts. I learned a lot from that, right? I, I even, I didn't even learn uh, that if you rip your uh, adductor uh, in half, uh, actually it wasn't half, I think it was like, you know, Jeff Brown would t say 40%, maybe 50%. Anyways, it was fucking 
gross, right? To see that adductor on the on the ultrasound and the the rehab to go through that, you know, remember it's all inside the core conversation, right? Um, that that's just that's just stupid shit, right? I'm old, uh, I'm tired, right? Um, I'm stressed out because I'm an owner player of this uh, new high intense grid, and I got to do uh, these repetitions of three fifteen. Uh, uh, deadlift that I haven't done before, right? I didn't even do it in practice. In practice, I did 225 in our, in our gym. <laughs> it's the, the whole story is fucking is hilarious. If no one knows about that story. Anyways, I, I'm, I'm proof of that, right? I am actually proof of the point that the, mo- the, the, the answer uh, in most cases is just stop doing stupid shit. Just stop doing it and stop doing it to yourself, right? That would, that would be, that would be the answer for it. (laughs) Inside the, inside the core and sport conversation, uh, it's very, very hard. Uh, so so again, this is, this is even more specific to the three out of the 39 that may get something from this and and actually listen. Um, very difficult to untangle, uh, because if, you know, um, Kawhi Leonard or, you know, um, you know, any uh, basketball star, uh, with their, with their, uh, you know, sayings, uh, on the back of their sweater or the, 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 their specific flags on the floor of their thing, right? That this person uses blood pressure cuffs for core training, right? You bet your ass, like that's gonna, that's gonna move mountains, you know? Uh, or if Shaq uses icy patch, right? For, for core pain, right? Not back pain, core pain. Uh, then we must do, we must do these things, right? My whole point is that when you when you to untangle core away from that um, is is very extremely difficult. So the only the only fix for that is a very uncomfortable truth, right? And this truth being that core issues don't exist in elite performance. Ooh, heavy, right? Yeah, um, I'm not being uh, performative to. Uh, uh, to quote unquote an audience that I don't have uh, for that, um, and I'm I'm not just uh, coming up with those uh, you know radical ideas because I I uh, I gain anything even gain notoriety by saying it. But I I bet I've listen I've trained people that are really good right, and again um, the the add-ons and the quote unquote supplementary shit that they do for the core. Is it, you know, if you're really talking to these people, they're like, yeah, I just fucking do it because coach says it's, you know, it's, it's necessary or they don't even do it. Right. Uh, they get their core training in things like, uh, you know, people don't even recognize uh, taking hits in, in hockey practice, right. Skating drills in hockey practice. Right. The people are like, oh, you know, that's uh, the, but that's hockey practice and we need to ISO and uh, isolate it and do specific off training of three different kinds of contractions. And this is what leads to the less injuries, et cetera, et cetera. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you going over in that area? I'm talking about this activation scenario that happens inside of this, inside of the sport training practice, right? If you're just going to bring a big story uh, that says, well, I look at this professional athlete up on the screen here and you have like a hundred coaches in the audience, right? Just going gaga over the fact that, uh, this coach who's up presenting gets to walk around all these uh, pro um, sport athletes, right? So they're like, oh, what they say, oh, that must, uh, one of these, guess what? Only one of the whole squad of 20 athletes on that team actually had an issue. 
And if you then pull that the presenter aside, you're like, so tell me the truth as to why they had that core issue. You're like, oh, they're fucking Lamborghini, you know, hit another car, just fucking doing stupid shit, out drinking. <laughs> this is actually the story. And so no one's like, well, if, if they just didn't do the stupid shit, um, is it possible that they wouldn't have this core issue? Eh, yeah, maybe. Maybe, but that doesn't disregard the fact that I need to present on uh, this <laughs> newest information, right? These reach out there and do it, you know, uh, kicking and punching, right? Um, again, like kicking and punching is, uh, in my opinion, for the rabbit holes that I've been into in terms of a, uh, in a purest language, physical expression of core to periphery, kicking and punching is one of the most uh, natural, beautiful forms of uh, this activation idea, right? So just think about the think about the, the, the wonder inside of that. Just take a second to pause, maybe even close your eyes if you're not embarrassed to do that uh, on your own. And just think about you, you know, punching right and left arm and then kicking right and left arm. And I don't think about all the shit you can't do or all the, all the shit that's in front of you that, you know, is going to hurt when you do it. Imagine you can punch and kick something that's not going to hurt you, right? And you're not going to get hurt by doing it. Now just visualize that and feel it, right? Now, how are you going to do that? How are you going to do it, right? <laughs> you can't, you don't just like flail, right? You don't just flail with your arms and legs, no, you'll just learn over time, right? If you want to put some fucking effort into smashing that thing in front of you, right? Guess what's going to happen? Yeah, you're going to activate appropriately for whatever the fuck you call it, midsection, whatever. You're going to activate appropriately to do the movement, right? This, that's my whole point I'm saying. Inside that sport setting, let's call it a kickboxing um I don't know, would judo have it, I guess, in some way, shape, or form, gripping and pulling and twisting and turning, et cetera, right? All the drills around that is what provides the opportunity to do it. It has nothing to do with specific training of the core for that, right? How about the, the golfer on fairways, on off-balance, off-balance drives, off-balance, you know, scenarios and multiple repetitions of that, right? Do you really think that if you're going to, if you're going to um, ping all those players and because of, let's say, a Tiger Woods story of him having back pain, don't you just think that he was just basically, you know, indirectly had an abusive father of, uh, or physically abusive father, not like punching him in the face, but just making him, you know, swing clubs and, and uh, do shit in the rain for four hours a day when he was like five, right? Don't you think that that could be possibly an issue of having back pain for the rest of your life and addiction to medications, et cetera, right? Don't give me the fucking story on, on uh, you know, uh, oh, I mean, it must be important for golf. I see these... I'll see all these, you know, um, overfat deconditioned people buying, you know, $6,000 worth of stuff for golfing and dot, dot, dot. They're also doing core training, right? That doesn't mean that golfers should do it. No, it's the fairway off balance scenarios. It's hitting balls appropriately. It's visualization. It's, uh, you know, different scenarios in the sand. It's, it, you know, this is what is actually core training. That's my point. Now, see, you can see how to untangle that concept with the power of influence and the conversation inside of it, inside a sport is ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. And if there's one, I guess we can pick on that would be extremely uh, ridiculous to pick apart. It would be golf. There's so many nitpicky uh, scenario settings in there 
that individuals will have a really hard problem with letting go of that, i.e. just take this idea that the quote-unquote strength training coach for a golfer, for them to promote to everyone else, ah, you don't need to do core training for your golfers, I mean, he's going to be booed off stage, right? Or he possibly could lose his job. Right, you're fucking try to. You're gonna to try to kill people. Right? They can't go out there, uh, just hit balls. You know, they can't. You know, not drink during the week. They can't. They can't start walking courses. You know, fuck that, dude. You know, you're gonna you're gonna kill people if you don't have core training as a part of it. Oh, so it's possible that the core training is a compensatory therapeutic thing for them just drinking too much and not walking. Is that what you're saying? Ooh. Can't handle that one, huh? Yeah. Um, how about like, uh, see, when you say sport, everything gets thrown in. How about a caber toss, right? Or how about a discus or shot put, right? You think those guys are doing like a Stu McGill crunches, right? To to throw a caber or to throw something. What are those, you know, unbelievably strong humans that throw fucking logs, the flip logs or throw these, ta- you know, the, what are they called? North Highlands, Highland training shit. These are fucking strong people, some of arguably the strongest humans on the planet, right? Pound for pound, strongest humans on the planet. And we should just look at that and go, "Eh, isn't it possible that I can just learn how to, you know, bend over and pick things up, you know, and uh, I may get my core training. Ooh, what an idea, right? What an idea. Have you ever thought about that? That maybe as you're like, you know, you're 12 and you're like my daughter, uh, she learned how to uh, squat, quote unquote. Uh, with a kettlebell uh, when she was 12. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe she recognize it, recognizes that to do the squat, you know, it uh, with the kettlebell, it kind of made her a little bit unbalanced, right? She had to learn the movement. She had all these things taking place. Guess what was going on inside of that, right? So imagine if people could just say, okay, but when we pick things up, right, in our language of lift, and we uh, sit, right? When we pick things up, and also when we lunge, and when we push and hang, etc., the core is activated in all these movements. Do you see how that just washes away everything, right? So why do you need to isolate? Why do you need to write E1, E2, uh, GHD sit-ups, and uh, 45-degree back extensions? Why are you doing it, right? Why are you doing it? Right. You know what you know what it is? You know what it is doing? You're isolating and providing too much effort to it. Right? How many coaches out there will honestly owe up to this that they actually did too much quote unquote core training, which led to imbalances, uh torn um, you know, ab muscles, hip flexor issues, hip problems for a long time, um, SI joint quote unquote dysfunction, um, extension issues in posture, right? All because of what? Oh, you had to put your, you had to put your core training piece down, right? I sold that for many years. I always had it added that as part of a supplementary part of the program, right? As I said, I was a pusher. I was also a user, right? I did, I did a lot of the movements, but I also reflected upon that of the people I was giving it to as well as myself is like, you know, doing 75 toes to bar, um, you know, three times a week, um, you should fucking expect that you're going to pull your ab in hockey. And if you're not connecting the dots there based upon hip flexor, hip flexor fatigue and what's created in hockey and being off center of mass, my whole point being is that I can't be like, oh, geez, you know, I really need to do uh, 225 back extensions to balance out the 225 toes where I did. No, stop doing that stupid shit. That's how you prevent your ab problems from happening. 
and I'm just tying in some sport conversation there, right? I could, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't do this, but I'll just mention it. I never did any of that during my youth training for sport. I never did any of it. I basically just did the patterns of lifting weights when I was a kid in my bedroom. Was I 13 maybe with the gold weights, right? Um, there's an episode I did on here, past story of the gym. I think I called it. You can go inside that. Um, there was, there was not a lot of that, right? If I did some abs or crunches, I mean, I, it wasn't, wasn't a large figure, but I did do all the patterns, right? Or do some form of the patterns as to what that looked like. Um, that did machines and rehab and free weight scenario. Um, but I did a lot of practice, <laughs> you know, sometimes unconsciously, stupidly, uh, with that in the sport environment, um, which is also gives me, um, you know, I guess more power in my conversation of saying, listen, to untangle core out of sport is, I'll just say it, it will never happen. It will never happen. There's actual industries, there's actual academic institutions, there's actually, uh, you know, holistic multidiscipline uh, back pain institutes, right? That, you know, uh, that, that would fall apart with the notion of, of uh, self-responsibility and physical autonomy and physical sovereignty and this knowledge, right? If you took away core uh, from that, they, they would, you know, they, 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 you know, you couldn't make any money. You got nowhere to go. It's like, what the fuck are we doing all this for? Oh, it was going to prevent people from having back pain. But what happens if uh, people just don't eat shit, uh, do stupid shit to themselves and sit a lot? Oh, well, they won't have back pain. Oh, why don't we just tell people to do that? Oh, no, we can't do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just this violent circle of uh, going back and forth of not even recognizing that you've, you've stripped freedom from people. You've stripped freedom from them, right? Um, you've taken away that opportunity. So maybe the only move you make is for you to recognize that uh, the concept of taking core away from sport will never happen. But for yourself, you do some of your own twinking, tweak, twinking, <laughs> tweaking and investigation. Um, you do your own tweaking and investigation, right? You, you play with a couple of things. Oh, I didn't do this. This turned into this. You know, I thought about this. Maybe you even like when you're deadlifting or squatting, you know, for those who don't do it, uh, maybe just think about your breath control and the tension that you have in your midsection, right? Don't go find some uh, underground online forum uh, arguments uh, between, you know, should you wear belts or not, right? You're so captured and so far gone in that direction if you're going down that route, right? Or if you're going to go that route to kind of quote unquote prove me wrong of like core training is to be a part of it. As I mentioned from the get-go, I'm not even going to listen to you, honestly. And don't take that as a, as a slight. I don't want to listen to you because I am, I'm on the other side of pushing that drug for so long that I just cannot not tell people about it anymore. Um, and I certainly don't want to spend my time debating um, on the concepts of its quote unquote uh, benefits uh, for the time that we spent doing it. No, we ruined a lot of backs. We, we did more harm than good. Uh, we did a lot of quote unquote GHD setups um, and didn't recognize this is, this is so stupid and unintelligent, right? And in today's culture, you can't say that, right? 
can't say that a lot. So, you know, you got to, oh, but everyone should get a chance to do it. No, fuck that, right? No, fuck that. Say, you know what? That's just stupid. That's not functional. It doesn't make any sense. So this is the issue you get into, as I said, the untangling when you're inside a sport, right? Think about hurdles or think about, uh, so sprint hurdles, think about gymnastics, trampoline, right? The curbed action, right? And just because you see, um, you know, them doing, um, what are they called? Uh, back and forth on the floor, the rolling, the ab rolls, or the, uh, I apologize uh, for, for forgetting what that is, but uh, they, it's, the, it's the practice of their particular sport in which that activation is happening that allows them to have abs like that, allows them to send energy from the core to the periphery, that allows them to express better than you will ever express, right? So don't take the old idea that when the strength coach is up in front of the room talking about one of his 20 athletes who has back pain, and here's the reason why, and this is the core training that all athletes therefore should do, no matter what you are down there in the audience and who you're coaching, we need to recognize that that is the stupidest idea possible, right? That's the stupidest idea possible, right? So ask deeper questions based upon all the things I had mentioned, right? The corruption of it and how it came to be, the whole different naming and how you get yourself out of that, the whole mechanical issue of coactivation, involuntary happening as a child. Go back to the purest methods of it, right? And if they only want to get inside the room and talk about sport or what's reality or day to day, just forget it, right? Just forget it. I mean, it's, you're not going to not going to move anyone, but don't leave the room without asking those questions, right? So, anyways, for the sport one, it's going to be it's going to be hard, and you the. The one thing that I do want to, I guess, finish with and say beware of is the fear mongering because I did it to people and I just want to make others aware that you may not even be doing it to individuals, right? You may not be aware that you're, you're creating this fear, right? You're selling a system and unconsciously at the same time, you're not noticing that you are scaring them from immobility, surgery, whatever you're scaring them from, right? By your saying, this is exactly what you're saying, right? Um, well, you are not activating. So we need this newest three-letter word theory on motor development uh, that, you know, you don't even say this, but in your head is like, that'll change in three years to help you. That's what your answer is right? So some may see that as like, well, that's just professional, James. No, that's fear-mongering, right? That is fear-mongering. It's encroachment, right, of that person's uh, freedom of movement, right? You need to be honest with them. You need to be honest and tell them, uh, you, need, you as the professional need to look away from the money. You need to look away from the conformist uh, piece that you've been a part of in what you're selling, right? And you need to tell them, Stop doing stupid shit to yourself physically. Stop sitting more than walking. And stop eating shit if you want to remove all your core issues or perceived core issues that you have.